live from the DraftKings Sportsbook and Wild Rose Studio. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. The PSAs you hear on Miller & Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller & Condon. Seven o'clock hour, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen sixty KX and O one oh six point three FM. Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report.com momentarily. Dave Sprout coming up on Iowa State. Uh what else we got? We got a Claxons giveaway to do and then our picks before we get out of here at noon. You can make a difference this winter. Join Food Bank of Iowa in their fight against hunger. Every dollar donated creates four meals and offers hope during these cold winter months. Heat or eat. No Iowan should be forced to decide. If you can help, if you need help, learn how you can at foodbankiowa.org. Foodbankiowa.org. Tom Caker at com right now as we take a look back to that. Um, I don't know, lost a lot. Not very many people saw it coming. Uh, Tom Trenton Ken. Good to have you on, Tom Caker. How are you? I'm doing good. Can I mention something right off the top? Of just course quick, you can. Um, my friend Pat Anger just put something up today on social media about Dace Richardson, who's a Waukee uh, police officer, and Dace had has uh, had uh, colon cancer. Oh, no. And um, there's a GoFundMe page. Dace is going to be out of work for uh, a good amount of time, maybe about six months, and um, trying to support his family. And um, Dace is a great police officer, wow. a great guy, what a gentle giant is the perfect term for him uh so if you go to our site go look at my social media feed um you you'll see a gofundme page and if you got five ten bucks whatever a couple a bo- couple dollars would be greatly appreciated i'm glad you shared that news uh, we'll retweet your uh social media from uh, our show account uh i, I that that's um kind of hits you right between the eyes doesn't it Oof. Yeah. Dace, a Young really guy. good guy. Yeah. Young guy. Yes. So I have a, a police officer friend from over there now with the sheriff's department with Dallas County. But yeah, a lot of good people. Nothing but glowing things to say about mm. Dace. And I think he had, it was a substantial part of his colon had to be Jeez. removed with the surgery. Yep. So yeah, it's a very touching, really good person. And here in this community, I, I know how we step up in a big way. I also just retweeted the uh, link to the GoFundMe good. from the Miller and Condon Twitter page. Well done, TC. Uh, glad, Thank you, guys. No. Oh, listen, Tom, we, we, uh, we're happy to do that. Glad that you uh, alerted us because I'd miss it. I'm, I had no idea. I didn't even know he's a walkie cop for crying out loud. That's great. Uh, so let's get into last night, Tom. And boy, it, it sure got away from him fast, didn't it? It seemed like uh, there was a point where I was going to cover easily. Not they're going to win, but maybe not cover. It's going to get close at the end. Nail biting time if you're laying the 10, 10 and a half. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates opened. Tom, that uh, uh, Indiana just exploded. And, um, and Iowa couldn't stop them. Yeah, well, it's tough to win a basketball game when you go 11 minutes without right. scoring a, a field goal. Uh-huh. You know, they scored some points, they had some free throws, but you know, they went from the 12-minute mark to the one-minute mark of the game without a, the Iowa did without a field goal, and it's just that's where games get away from you. You know, for most of the game, I thought Iowa was like that that crafty veteran pitcher that they didn't have their best fastball or their mm-hmm. best changeup or their best curve, but they were figuring out a way to 
to win a game or stay in a game, pitch seven innings or whatever, get it to the bullpen and, and close it out. Uh, and, and then it just, they just fell apart. It was, and credit to Indiana, they, Arch might have Fran's number from last year. They, they really put it to Iowa too. And then this year they just came out super aggressive and, um, played tough and, and hard nosed basketball and, and just made, made the shots and Iowa just had a bad night shooting the ball and a bad night um, guarding people. So you know what's going to start. I haven't even used the term yet today, but the Fran, Fran fade. The Fran fade. You were, you were ready for it, Tom. I knew you were. But no, those you, questions are we hearing that? Are we hearing that? Well, it, it was out there. It was out there. Jeez. I mean, there was also people last night that was blaming Bohannon versus parking ticket meter oh, maids. Sure. People were going down that road. I mean, that's going to happen. I thought this was going to be difficult regardless, just because the schedule's going to get a lot more difficult in the back half here, and now you have two extra games you got to try to shoehorn in here. My question is, is it fair? We've seen it happen many times, and it wouldn't surprise me if it happens again. Is it a fair criticism of Fran that his teams struggle later in the Big Ten schedule? Um, yes and no. I think in some occasions it was. Uh, I, I'm going to wait and see with this team. I Luca, Luca's comments after the game were basically, "This, this ain't gonna happen again." Right. So I'm gonna take Luca at his word. Uh, he seemed um, pretty, I guess, angry more than anything else. Frustrated. Um, it just, it kind of, uh, just judging by what Fran said too, it almost harkened me back to a, a Kirk Ferentz team, the, the Fat Cats team, that just mm, kind of. Yeah. They got a little full of themselves, maybe got a little too comfortable yeah. and thought we can just roll the ball out and score 80 points and, and this is how it'll be. And, um, and that's not how it's going to be. Um, it is interesting though. I, I think the two most kind of disappointing performances of the year, in my opinion, uh, just my opinion only, um, were are really the three, the three losses. You look at Jordan Bohannon shooting in those games and mm-hmm. it's been terrible been bad in the Gonzaga game in the Minnesota game and in this game he was bad and that's the brummer that's to me I know it's it's kind of blasphemy to say it because Luke is great but we know what Luke is going to do Joe Wieskamp everything if I was going to go places it's going to be because Jordan Bohannon is Mm -hmm. making shots Uh, they're nine and oh I think when he makes more than two threes in a game it's just that's what it is he's the barometer he's you tell me what he did, and I'll tell you how Iowa did. Hmm, interesting point. You know, uh, when, back to Garza's uh, quotes after the game, Trent and I both felt the same way. Kind of in in his own way, it might have been his Tim Tebow moment after the old Miss loss uh, when they he's, he's had that speech that's never going to happen again. That's listening to Garza. Um, I, I mean, I know some people think that's way over the top, but that's kind of, that's was first thing that popped into my head, Tom. Yeah, he just it was just very pointed. Um, you know, the, the, he's just, he was really disappointed. He didn't come back just to win national player of the year. Right. He which he will win a title. <laughs> right. It, which he will. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't come back right. for personal glory. He came back for, to put his stamp on, uh, the Iowa record books as a team member and take this team to places. And, um, and you can only will him so far. And, um, boy, I, you know what I would do if I were the Iowa basketball team, uh, particularly Jordan Bohannon, uh, and I like Jordan a lot, 
but I would start taking the LeBron in the playoffs approach and just shut the social media down mm. and just, you know, LeBron's zero dark 30 thing or whatever he mm. does whenever he goes in the playoffs. I just shut it down and just say, you know what? I'm going to lock out all the outside noise. I'm done with this stuff. We're going to, we're going to play ball and win a, win a big 10 title and national titles. Yeah. See you in April. What can you tell us uh, about the schedule? We know they're scheduled to play next week against Illinois on Friday. No game this weekend. Illinois was looking for a non-conference game this weekend. But if they're going to get to 20, at the very least, they have to get the Michigan State and Nebraska games in. You couple that with to think that this is going to be the only teams that go on pause. The rest of the Big Ten schedule is ridiculous. There's going to be more with it. Mm -hmm. Why wasn't there more push from the Big Ten short of, well, you got to find the right TV window what was the reason that there wasn't a bigger push to get either the Iowa-Illinois game moved up or some kind of change in the schedule and get some more games in and get a game in Sunday, Monday for Iowa? Yeah, top line was TV more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of those TV windows are filled. And and um, I that that was, you know, Fox pays a, a ton of money <laughs> to, to uh, the Big Ten Conference every year for or those things, and there, that Iowa-Illinois game is FS1. You can bet they're going to promote the heck out of that mm-hmm. for next Friday night, and that's a marquee thing for them. And so they're not going to, you know, they they're already scheduled out. So I think that's part of it. The other part of it is from making up those two games, um, Nebraska and Michigan State still haven't gotten the all clear, mm. and until they get the all clear, you can't really schedule a game, and that's. Kind of what Fran said the other day. We're just waiting, you know. Once they, once they clear things up, and and then you can start scheduling, um, make updates. But you know, I think there's going to be some four and seven days. But for Iowa's perspective, the good news is that both the those games will be at Carver Hawkeye, so they don't have to travel uh, for those games. Excellent point. Uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. You know what else was very apparent, Tom, watching the game? And Luca Garza is the player of the year in college basketball. Uh, he's the best player in the conference. But Trace Jackson Davis might not be far behind. He, uh, I, You could tell that he was looking forward to that matchup against Garza last night. I thought he had a hell of a game. Um, it was a, I think it surprised some people after last year when he came back for this season himself. Yeah. Uh, boy, he was good last night. Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um, he's really aggressive um, uh, on the offensive end, and and Iowa really never had an answer for him all night. They, they didn't really want to play Luke on him, I don't think, because they wanted to avoid foul trouble. Because Tracy's got the the foot quickness, and he was going to cause Luke problems there. They tried Connor on him, and that didn't work very well. Keegan Murray got in foul trouble when he was on him. Nunji, they tried that, and I think they were hoping that would work. That didn't really work either. He was really good, and their guards were really good. Tennessee came out and shot it well early. Um, Franklin was good. Um, uh, Durham was good. I, I just thought they're, they they just played really well. They were a desperate team because um, you know they had given up what, 11 of 17 against Purdue from three. So they locked in pretty well uh, on the perimeter, and they guarded. But that was the big complaint from Arch Miller all week was the defense just abandoned them, and they played probably their best defensive game of the year uh, against Iowa. Happens. Those games, they're just going to happen. Yeah. Tom, I think it might have been you. Uh, it was either you or maybe John Miller that brought up the Wisconsin team, that maybe the best Wisconsin or Big Ten John. team the last yeah, two decades. Yeah, yeah, lost to 
a two and sixteen Rutgers team, losses are going to happen. Even excellent teams, there's not very many that can run the table, and certainly in this Big Ten. Speaking of the Big Ten, what's it going to take to win this regular season crown? Fifteen and five, <laughs> fourteen and six did it last year. How many victories, as long as we get to twenty games, does it take to win the regular season title? Boy, I was, you know, initially I was like fourteen and six, um, like two weeks ago, and then Iowa and Michigan were kind of separating yeah, themselves a little bit, and I thought maybe it's only going to be like three. And now I'm back to because um, then I started looking at the Ken Palm thing, and they were showing Iowa winning all those games and Michigan winning all their games. I was like, yeah, maybe it's only going to be like three, and now I'm back to like five or six. I think. It might even be six. I mean, isn't Michigan in trouble tonight? Going to, mm-hmm. Hope going so. to Mac <laughs> Arena? Aren't they in trouble? Purdue's playing Purdue's so much playing better than what we saw when Purdue's they went to Carver. As, yeah, Purdue's playing as well as anybody in the conference right mm-hmm. now. They went to Ohio State the other night and mm-hmm. flat out stole one yep. uh, from the Buckeyes. Yep. They're 6-3, and three, Purdue. 6-3. and three. I didn't see that coming. I'm with you, Tom. I think that's going to be a close basketball game tonight. Uh, any football news? Uh, not really. Just uh, you know, waiting on uh, on on a couple of recruits. They're uh, you know obviously missed out on the running back uh, out of Arizona who ended up committing to the Cyclones, uh, Eli Sanders. So now they're waiting on the Williams kid, probably from Louisiana, um, uh, Michael Mislinski, the, the center from uh, Jacksonville, who was a Texas commit, is. I think lean in Iowa right now, and that would be a, a kind of a cherry on top of probably Kirk's best offensive line class uh, in his tenure. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Trent, one more? Yeah, one more. Uh, can you tell us about the young man? Doesn't have an offer yet, though, from Des Moines North, who I had a conversation with a city uh, high school football fan saying, when's the last time a kid from Des Moines North even got a scholarship offer from Iowa? What can you tell them, though, us about him? Yeah, about Henson. He's, um, you know, one of the things, he's got to check an academic box yet. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's what they're waiting on is. Um, and I think they'll have an answer on that next week. But if if that box gets checked, um, there's a chance he gets an offer from Iowa as an athlete. Interesting. What, you, what, what position do you play in high school? Running back, linebacker. Yeah. He's kind of, a, what, recruited more as an athlete. Maybe it'd start at running back if they don't get another one in this class, Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking is maybe he ends up being, um, you know, start out at a running back that you can kind of move around. Um, you know, he's he's just, you know, uh, he, the athleticism is there um, to make a, a you know, to, that you can't just kind of look away from it. So, um, you know, it, it's all going to depend on the academics. I know you were in Evanston last uh, for the last game against Northwestern. Will you be in Champaign a week from today or headed there at some point? Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully if they let me in, we never know until like like two days before. Uh, the only people that really get guaranteed are the are the the, the newspaper folk. So uh, those of us online have to kind of sweat it out a little bit. Good stuff, Tom. We'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Tom Kicker. Appreciate it. And, and one more okay. time uh, with the with the Dace Richardson update. Where where is the yeah. info? Yeah, it's a, a GoFundMe page. Uh, Dace Richardson. Uh, you can just search his name or look on my social media feed i've got it posted on our message boards as well um so do whatever you can to help out dace richardson com uh, is where you can read tom and where you can find that info and that's the twitter account as well tom thank you we'll talk to you in a week's time appreciate it okay thank you yeah good to talk to you tom kicker com. i still don't think it's a bad loss 
I mean, it's this you. game that everybody thought they were going to win, but mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, see, I'm not, I'm not going 14 and six. I'm more 16 and four. I don't think either of these teams. The Big Ten's too good. It's too yeah, deep. No, I'm with you. And the slog that it's going to be. They don't have that extra week at the end of the season that the Big 12 nope. has to get games in. That's a good point. There's going to be a point where, boy, look up. Michigan's got to play four games over a 90 period. That's not fair. Iowa, boy, they got to play five games in 13 days because mm-hmm. of stupid Pellerfill in, in Assembly Hall. We saw what happened with That's that. Right. What is it about Indiana? When yeah. I was going well, there's something yeah. about the Hoosiers that pulled them back down to earth. Uh, Dave Sproul on Iowa State next, uh, but right now it's time for another keyword. Let me get the keywords in front of me here, Trent, before I begin my little spiel. It's time for the $1,000 slam dunk. Text the keyword BANK to 200. 200 right now. It's your chance at $1,000. That's BANK to 200, 200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. All right, Dave Sproul is coming up next. And then our Claxons Barbecue giveaway about 1145-ish. Again, if you have not played in the month of January, you are welcome to do so. But once you play, you have to take four weeks on the sideline before you're eligible to play again. So we will have four people that have not played Claxons. We'll do that at 1145. We'll give you, well, what are we going to do? The two games and the two totals and a tiebreaker? Oh, you don't want to do any college hoops? Let's well, Trent is kind of, we'll, we'll do it, and then we'll get the word on Twitter later on that the game has been shown. It's all right. It's all right. Whatever you want, man. It's Friday. Let's have some fun. Okay. Totals. Eh. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not a totals player. I never, have you? No. Do you like betting totals no. in any sport? I bet like you know my favorite thing to bet is futures. Yes. I know you like that. I do. I get a whole I get a whole season worth of run for my money. <laughs> if, even if the team gets to the playoffs as a yeah. six seed, hey, I still got a Absolutely. chance. Absolutely. And I got this team at twenty five to one. Now they're in the playoffs and now they're four to one. You know, look how much better I am than the market. That's yeah. And I, you don't have to hit a bunch of them for you to make money. Totals are just I'm with you. I don't I, like them. It's too much. I my brain works for point spreads. I get that, but I got friends, betting friends that. Oh yeah, I love this total. I love love this Mac college game. How do you know that total in a Mac game? And how can you? It's <laughs> difficult enough, I think. But some people love it. So let's go college hoops. Two college hoops and the two NFL games. Uh, there is a, uh, I believe, a uh, press conference that's just wrapped up with Steve Prohm. And Travis Hine put this little quote on from Prohm. Uh, I don't see us having a full roster on Monday. So, uh, obviously, still some issues, but maybe they will get past the threshold. Fingers crossed. Boy, it's been a long time since they've played. Prom says he anticipates walk-ons on Monday. Dave Sproul will fill us in when he joins us next. It's 1125 on a football Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106. Trent Cotton here to let you know my good friends at Renner's Warehouse are in heavy demand right now in Des Moines for three reasons. One, the rental market is booming. People rent during uncertain times, and homes are getting leased fast. Two, with professional video marketing and self-showing technology, Renner's Warehouse meets all healthy and safety guidelines for our social distancing world. And three, with regulations changing so quickly, more people are learning that using an experienced property manager is far less stressful than trying to do everything yourself. Now is not the time to DIY or mess with inexperienced property managers. For a low, flat monthly fee, Renner's Warehouse will take the grunt work off your plate with no upfront fees and no paperwork or 3 a.m. maintenance calls. Plus, they can help you turn your part-time rental into a full-time cash flow machine. And if you're a real estate agent, 
They're offering cash payments for referrals. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today. Or call 515-528-4429. That's 515-528-4429. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You'll always. StraightTalk.com. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM, this is KXNO. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. It's 11.30 on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. KXNO 106.3 FM. We take you until noon. Claxton's Barbecue, our picks on the championship games before we get out of here at uh, at noon. Uh, we have we got to play the totals in that contest we're in against the Fanatics. Did you see that? Ah, yes. Got to get that rolling. I'm, I'm counting on you to carry us across the finish oh, line. Oh, wow. There's no pressure. Jeez. We just got to beat the Fanatics. Well, that's not really pressure. That's what I mean. Yeah, we're fine. You'll do, you do your thing and we will get there. Let's get uh, Dave Sproul in here. Steve Prohm had a press conference uh, wrapped up uh, shortly, uh, not too long ago. And Dave is with us from KASI uh, in Ames. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Hello. Hello, Dave, Trent, and Ken. How are you? I am well. You guys doing well, I hope, too. Absolutely, sir. Looking forward to seeing the clones back on the floor. Sounds like it's going to be Monday, but according to Prome, uh, not going to have the full roster available, and he says that uh, he anticipates some walk-ons. We'll see the floor uh, as we sit here on Friday, what, three days out. He anticipates that that's going to be the case, but does believe they're going to play. Yeah, that he's... Sounded optimistic, although nothing was certain uh, about that game. I think tomorrow they'll probably have a better idea of whether that game can go forward, but it sounds like Iowa State will have at least enough bodies to go forward. And, of course, he couldn't really get into specifics today about uh, who is and isn't available, and that is a thing that might you know change between now and Monday, too. Uh, but, it's yeah, as you mentioned, not going to be the full roster, and it, it might be a situation where – They'll have to rely on some uh, some walk-ons to play significant minutes, even uh, if they're going to get through that game. Interesting, yeah, going that deep into the roster and a roster that certainly doesn't feel like it's very deep. We don't have names, we don't have anything like that. Any speculation or at least idea of the number of players, number of guys that haven't been able to go out there and practice to the full extent here during the shutdown? I wish I could remember off the top of my head what the, the Big 12 guidelines are, but uh, there's a number, and you get you know you get below that threshold, and you you got to you, you can't play. And I don't know if you have to pause activities like Iowa State did, but certainly you can't play games uh, at that number. So you can kind of infer based on those guidelines, uh, you know, where Iowa State kind of stands and all that. But uh, specifically, yeah, who and who is not, or what. The, that number is right now. I I couldn't tell you. They keep a pretty tight lid on that kind of information. Uh, we're starting to see some of the games that uh, were postponed put back on the schedule. Boy, these guys, they're um, it's it's good. These walk-ons might get some minutes against Oklahoma State because they, I mean, it wasn't there like four day four games in eight days, including a home and home against Kansas. That's back on the schedule. The um, asking a lot of these college kids to get these games in, but by the sounds of things, they're bound and determined to do so, uh, and they've got that extra time at the end of the season. But uh, what do we got? We've got the um, a game Saturday the sixth at Oklahoma. Then the Tuesday they're at. 
TCU. Thursday, they're in Lawrence. Uh, Saturday, they're back home here before playing Tuesday the 14th against Oklahoma State. Two days later, Texas. Two days later, Oklahoma. You get my point, Dave. Every other day for about oh, a week or so, now longer than that, uh, Iowa State's going to be playing. That's asking a lot. Yeah, if I, if I got my math right, if you go from February 6th to February 23rd, that's eight games in 18 days, and there's going to be two days in there where they have to take a day off. The NCAA mandate for all athletic programs, all sports, at least one day a week has to be a full day off, no team activities of any kind. Uh, so that means basically every other day except for maybe those two days where they have to take a day off, they're practicing, then playing, then practicing, then playing. And you throw in a couple of these you know, occasions, they're going to be flying back and forth from – wherever they need to play, and that's going to get to be incredibly exhausting, I'm sure. And that's something that, you know, Steve Prohm has to manage. He talked about today, too, managing the mental side of it, make sure that the guys aren't mentally worn down, both in terms of basketball and everything else going on in their lives, whether it's, you know, managing class, because that starts on Monday, Mm. as well as trying to, you know, get recover from COVID or, you know, manage to keep yourself from contracting COVID. So that's a lot uh, on their minds already. And then you add to that, it's going to be back and forth, practice game, practice game for about a two and a half week stretch there. It's it's going to be tough to, to get through that without, you know, losing a mental edge or physical yep. edge even. Uh, you know, the risk of injury is going to go up as well. Right. And, and if the winds aren't going up, you just wonder what that team's going to be like as those, uh, that taxing schedule seems to catch up. Look, I was a proponent of what the hell is they doing trying to get this SEC Big 12 challenge in? That's the last thing Iowa State needs to do is get on a plane and go to Starkville. Now, circumstances being what they were, Dave, just the fact that they haven't played in so long uh, from the 9th of January, assuming they can play Monday. And at this point, we're going to assume they can. Um, now I'm kind of, I, I kind of, um, okay with the fact that these uh, that the challenge is going to go forward. Iowa State needs to play. They won't feel like that in two weeks, but certainly they will, I would think, a week from uh, a week from tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from there, and I can see the other side. I, the, the bottom line is it's going to happen. I think yep. if, they were, had, if they were to call that off, it probably would have been done by now. So you just got to resign, your fact, resign yourself to the fact that it's going to happen. You're going to go down to Starkville and, and try to play a game and then come back mm. to games and turn around and play a game that following Tuesday. And then you, you're getting to that rhythm of, you know, games and practices one day after another. So you might as well, I mean, throw that on top of everything else, I yeah. guess. Wild speculation is all this is, but there's rumblings out there that maybe Steve Prohm is looking to go the route of Greg, Greg McDermott, McDermott, Steve Alford, yep. leaving and not going up a level, but taking a small step down. Where would that be, Trent? Is it the AAC? Oh, there's there's a possibility. I know there's an open job down in Kansas. Uh-huh. Um, the Shocker program. Too. So these are just, again, these are rumors. Mm-hmm. There's nothing concrete. But does it make sense, Dave? Do you, and does Steve Prohm have the same kind of pull that McDermott had, that Alford had? Because I guess just in my mind, I don't see him in that same kind of light. But I could be off. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what his perception is within the coaching community or within athletic directors and the basketball world as a whole. I mean, Greg McDermott was really well-respected yep. at Northern Iowa and probably had more uh, to, to lean on in terms of success at Northern Iowa before moving up to the right. Big 12. And he also had a connection with the Creighton athletic director because of the, his days in the Valley that helped in there. 
I don't know if there's that same kind of connection with Wichita State. I really haven't looked into that situation too too much, yeah. you know, beyond the fact that they need a, a new permanent head coach eventually. But at the same time, there there's a similarity there where it almost creates kind of a graceful exit where mm-hmm. Steve Brown can move on and, and have a new job that's going to pay him well and give him a chance to win, and Iowa State can kind of cut bait and move on and maybe not have to pay out a big buyout during a time when they don't want to pay out a big buyout and turn the page and start anew with the basketball program and not have to worry about an ugly mess of a firing and trying to scrounge up the money in, to, to buy out a guy in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't... The fact that that rumor seems to be really uh, gaining some momentum kind of leads me to pause a little bit. But uh, it's certainly out there that Wichita State and, uh, and and Steve Prohm, that connection not going away. Dave, we'll talk to you on Monday. We'll get more into the Oklahoma State. We'll preview it. I'm assuming we're going to have a game to preview. Fingers crossed we do. Um, it's been too long since the clones have been on the floor. Their fans need to see it, even though the season's not going the way it is. Um, we hope it happens. Uh, Dave Sproul, thank you. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, K-A-S-I in Ames. We'll see. The uh, the, uh, the prom thing's... The the buzz, the rumors, mm-hmm. certainly starting to um, go you, louder. Is there a connection there? Have you heard anything? No, no between, I didn't hear that. I haven't either. And that's the one where Wichita's got a ton of money. Yeah. We know the Cook. The Coke brothers, right? Or the yeah. Coke or Coke, whatever. Whatever they well, are. Well, there's only one left. One of them died. They got a lot of money. Though. Yes, they Regardless, still do. however you want to pronounce it, they got a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Aren't they shooting higher than C. Prome? Yeah. I mean, what's on the resume that that place with that kind of money, with Steve that kind of facilities? Prohm, the first couple of years when he got to Iowa State, maybe they're going different after conversation. That Steve Prohm. Yeah, that's a fair point. Right? He doesn't have the recruiting base there. It's not like he's from around that area. Mm-hmm. He's a guy from the southeast. Yep. If it was Ohio Valley job, if it was mm-hmm. a Southland job, okay, that makes sense because of the connections. Something UAB is coming open. Okay, I can buy that. Wichita. Is it maybe people being more hopeful than anything? <laughs> yeah, especially if the season continues to go the way, the path that it has been going. Right. All right, you know where we're going? We are going to unbusy the phone lines. Right, three, two, one, now. If you want in, 284-5966, 284-5966. If you haven't played in the month of January... We invite you to call in, and the phone lines are jammed. But Commissioner Condon has that list of people who have played. So hang in there as he might toss somebody out. If he does, that'll open it up for somebody. Claxons giveaway next. Miller and Condon till noon on 1460 KXNO and 107. Condon, welcome back. 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Before we get into Claxons, thank you, Brian Galome, and I'm probably saying your last name wrong, uh, but he tweeted uh, during the break, Darren Boatwright, the athletic director at Wichita State, mm-hmm. 
had uh, was it Murray State as the associate AD during Prome's tenure there? Okay. I don't think Prome was the head coach while he was there. I'm trying to match him up on the fly, but they clearly know each other from their days at Murray State. So Brian, thank you for um, maybe connecting the dots there. Or maybe that's why the rumor is taking off the way it is. There might be nothing to it. A little more all. sense than just wild yeah, speculation. That's, that's uh, I'm glad he uh, pointed that out to us. All right, Mike, Bill, Steve, and Troy in that order. We are going to give you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona online, claxonbbq.com. Uh, Mike is up first. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you? Good. How are you, you guys doing? Doing fine. The week flew by. Didn't it fly by to you, Trent? Yeah, it did. Oh, it's fast. Uh, here we go, Mike. Uh, Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Buffalo. Chiefs. Green Bay, three-and-a-half over Tampa Bay. Green Bay. Tonight in the Big Ten, Michigan, a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Purdue. Michigan. Tomorrow, to the west of us, Creighton, who's lost two straight, they're a a five-and-a-half-point favorite over UConn. Creighton. And total points in both championship games on Sunday, closest without going over, Mike. Uh, 82. 82. Mike, have a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bill is next. Hi, Bill. Hello, guys. Hello, Bill. Uh, Chiefs, uh, three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Bills. Kansas City. Green Bay, three-and-a-half over Tampa Bay. Green Bay. Michigan, three-and-a-half at Purdue. Purdue. Creighton, five-and-a-half versus UConn. Creighton. And total points in the championship games on Sunday, closest without going over, Bill. Oh, both games? Both games, sir, yes. Oh, God damn. Um, 104. <laughs> Didn't know there was going to be math involved, did you? <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Have a good weekend. Appreciate the call. Appreciate listening. Uh, Steve is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Steve. Hey, guys. Uh, Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Bills, Steve. Chiefs. Packers, three and a half over the Bucks. Packers. Michigan, three and a half at Purdue. Michigan. Creighton, five and a half over the Huskies of Yukon. Where's that game at? Uh, Trent. Omaha. Omaha it is. Uh, I'll go Yukon. And then uh, taking the road team. I like it. Total points in the AFC and NFC Championship game combined. Closest without going over, Steve. 86. 86. Steve, you're on record. Thank you. Enjoy the weekend. You too, guys. Thank you. And uh, Troy brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Troy. Hi. How's it going? Good, thanks. Uh, Chiefs, three and a half versus Buffalo. Uh, Give me the bill. Green Bay, three and a half versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Green Bay. Michigan, three and a half at Purdue tonight. Uh, Purdue. Creighton is at home giving UConn five and a half. I'll take Creighton. And total points in the championship games closest without going over? Uh, 78. 78. Thank you, Troy. Have a good weekend. Thank you. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. So what are the totals? 51 in the Battle of the Bays and mm-hmm. 53 in the game in KC. Mitch said to watch for weather when he joined us earlier. He, did. he said perhaps rain and snow or sleet. At some point, that's a what, 540? 540 kickoff our time. 205 for game one, 544 game two Sunday 
No Iowa basketball no. against Nebraska beforehand. No, no, no Saturday football for the first time since August. No Shrine Bowl. Nothing. Well, you know, no we're, clones, no Hawks. We're less than a month away from you and I kicking off their season. As you know, they I saw the schedule, schedule came out yesterday. And That's, they get South Dakota State to open it up. It's a good one. I hope they get there. I do, too. Just make it through. It'll be so, you know, I'm anxious to see how this goes over. Um, the XFL, what was the other disaster? The American Legion of Football, whatever <laughs> yes, the hell it was. Right. The AAF. Oh, I'm going to get into it. I'm really going to try. After one game, I'm out. <laughs> Right, I knew a couple of guys, and it's just not a good product. And it's just not. Maybe uh, the FCS will be. We shall see. Well, Trent, I believe I have the T box. You do, Mister Two and Two. You're still trying to fight your way over 500 on the year. So two and two won the week. You got it done. It was a rough one. I I'm glad you got your bad week out of the out of the way mm-hmm. because again, we right. are facing off against Williams and Petey, and the him. pressure is on you to carry this old man. To You'll the get your circle. Have Have you sent your picks? In? I have not. We'll both do that right after the show. I will. Uh, here we go. Uh, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Numbers three, three and a half. Golden Nuggets got it at three. Uh, but I'm taking Tampa Bay, so I'm going to take the three and a half points with Tampa Bay. I love that defense. That defense is outstanding. I, If I had the rooting interest, I'd probably want Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, Lazard. You know, love that story. Uh, the kid from Valley, what's his name? The fullback, 49. Da- uh, da- Daphne. 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 Uh, good story in his own. I mean, he's a bouncer downtown Des Moines in the summer. Now he's in the NFC Championship game. Good for him. Uh, so I'll take Tampa Bay in the points. I really can't lose, right? I guess I could. Uh, but Tampa Bay, three and a half uh, is the number there. Look, Patrick Mahomes, you only have to give up three. There's been no determination whether he's going to play or not. But, folks, the point spread's come out, and it has stayed there. Somebody has to know, I would think, whether he's going to play or not. Kenny White told us. He's a line maker from Vegas, one of the preeminent ones in the business. He has, in his power rankings, Mahomes is an eight-point player. So when the line came up, it was Chiefs minus four. If he wasn't going to play and had been ruled out at that time, he had the Bills minus four. That's eight points. Hasn't moved. Give me the Chiefs minus three and Tampa Bay plus three and a half. TC. All right, to uh, my first losing week in a long time. We will work to do better than that. We're going to do it. Well, I've been alluding to it as we uh, talked the NFC Championship game. We're on the other side of this one, a game in Lambeau. There's never been an NFC Championship game in Lambeau with Aaron Rodgers out nope. there. Unthinkable. Yep. We think of the losses. We think of the disappointments and the one breakthrough against the Bears to get to that Super Bowl. This is going to be different. This is going to be... Not the swan song for Aaron Rodgers, but this is going to be a memorable performance. After what happened in that game way back in Week 6, that's going to be on the mind, I think, of Tampa, uh, of Green Bay. Also, they're the better team, and it's going to show up in a big-time way. Packers cruise mm, into the Super okay. Bowl. This is going to one I'm going to be playing with an alternate line here. Probably going to be laying seven, seven and a half, maybe even so that nine and a half. you think it's that big of a margin? I think they win this one comfortably. Okay. Green Bay, and my best bet of the week is the Packers minus the three and a half. To the late one. Could we have an all-regional for us Super Bowl? Green nice? Bay, Kansas Selfishly, City. Selfishly, please. That would be absolutely incredible. The storylines we'd be able to get out of that. And everything's pointing to Kansas City here. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's not looking like the same team we saw at the end of the regular season. Josh Allen, some of those... Ugly throws have reverted back from time to time. I just can't trust Patrick Mahomes here. You brought up, I think, the most salient point all the way back on Monday. 
even before the injury that took him out of the game, he wasn't right. The toe. And even if he is all right to go with the head injury, is he right with the foot? Mm. I don't think so. And because of that, I like the way the Buffalo defense is playing. And I think they can move the football here. I'm going to grab the three just because I don't feel comfortable enough with Mahomes, even out there playing. I'm going to take Buffalo and the three. Will it be enough? I'd sign up right now. 24-23, Chiefs get the win. Bills get the cover. And we get the re- the two regional teams in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Well, um, I'm in. <laughs> Do you have a high school game tonight? Yes, uh, 6 o'clock here on KXNO. We will bring you the doubleheader of basketball. It'll be Johnston against West Des Moines Valley. Two teams on the boys' side played a game, I think, two weeks ago. Came down to the wire. It was a great game. Should be a really good one again. And uh, the Johnson team ranked number one on the girls' mm. side after their win a week ago against Waukee. So going to be excited to see the Dragons in the action for the first time. 6 o'clock with the pregame. Girls tip at 6.15. Boys at 7.45 all here on KXNO. Do you have a wingman? Yeah, John Lamb with Handel University. Good. He's going to be with me. So excited to have him aboard for his first broadcast. He did a lot of state coverage with me last season. It was a lot of fun. Guy knows the game and... Knows how to have fun on a broadcast. Always a good thing, too. Well, good stuff. Glad high school basketball is making its way in. I'm glad you're doing both the girls and the boys the double dip there. All right, Murph and Andy at 2. Of course, the Fanatics are in here at 4. Trent's got high school basketball tonight. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, there's local programming on Saturday mornings. Yes, indeed, there is. Sean Roberts and Eric Zamora, the Saturday morning pregame. From 8 until 10. Tune in for that. Monday morning, sadly, be here before we know it. In the morning rush, we'll start another week of local programming. They kick off things at 6. We're Miller and Condon. We manned the 10 to noon slot on Des Moines Sports Stations. 1460 KXNO and 106.3.